welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And if you're watching the YouTube version, you might think that Natasha and I are in the same place because we have the same background. <laughs> Exciting. We are so in the same place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to talk about the same topic, which is going to be so fun. We're talking about the Up TV movies so far in this holiday season. So in November. Uh, and uh, it's going to be fun to cover them. And uh, how are you doing, Natasha? I'm doing good. I sound I sound strangely like low because I think <laughs> I just woke up, right? So my voice sounds like you know, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Does it? Does it sound low? I think it sounds normal. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, Natasha is doing double duty today. Not only did she wake up for an eight a.m. podcast in Singapore. But she waited, she waked up for an 8 a.m. 8 a.m. podcast for two podcasts <laughs> we're recording today. Amazing. Oh my god. People are gonna be like, Rachel is 8 a.m. <laughs> it's not difficult. <laughs> this, this goal is like <laughs> I so mean y'all need to follow Natasha on Twitter and Instagram and tell her thank you for 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 uh pushing through so much coverage on Hallmarkies <laughs> podcast we appreciate it so Yay. much but uh how is your how was your november do you have a did you have a nice november nice uh, uh first part <laughs> of the holiday season <laughs> i think my life is like you know the teaching life right i think in in yeah. november it's like the climax of an action movie so you're like <laughs> Imagine me in Die Hard, like yeah. <laughs> that's the situation. Um, yeah, because because we have a lot of like assessments and marking, and it's end of school. It's a busy so time. So it's like it's busy. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> exciting, exciting. Um. Movie. Yeah, I mean, it was fun Thanksgiving. Uh, aside from the fact that my uh, my Facebook got just this uh, oh, approved, and yes. so that was very frustrating and I haven't been able to find anybody to help me so if anyone listening out there can help me <laughs> please yeah it's not a bot <laughs> somebody real <laughs> please uh but uh but yeah so that was a bummer but other than that it was a pretty good month I was pretty happy with it. I, I'm always reading when you tweet out like you know help right like meta okay someone from Facebook and meta yeah, there's someone a help ton me of bots. and I'm and <laughs> And I'm looking through it to see if there's anything legit. And it's always None. so many bots. None. I'm like, wow. I leave them up there because I just figure maybe if there's enough of them, maybe it'll catch someone's attention. I don't know. Yeah. I'm desperate. Yeah. Desperate times. Oh, man. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was really good. Uh, we had my, my cousin. What am I saying? We had my niece come into town uh for oh. thanksgiving so that was nice to get to see yeah. her and yeah. you know did uh two uh theater reviews of christmas carol which was fun two different one musical one non-musical and then i have another one another theater review of christmas carol coming up next week <laughs> <laughs> it's the season it is the season <laughs> But I'm currently now, as of this recording, I have now watched 85 Christmas movies, new Christmas movies. For... When, which number is like, no, <laughs> I'm done. 
Well, last year I did 125. So I figure I at least have to do that many this year. Okay, in December. (laughs) (laughs) So that means I still have it. I still have, uh, what is it? 40, 40 more. Yeah. Just my math there for a second. <laughs> but <laughs> let's talk about off, off TV. <laughs> we had so much fun having Chrissy Miller, head of programming at Up TV on our podcast. That was a blast with Brie. And Brie was going to be here for this, but sadly her grandmother passed away. So definitely our thoughts are with her right now uh, and uh, i know she would love to be on this but uh but yeah we we're excited for the up tv slate and uh and yeah it's ended up being kind of a mixed bag let's be honest but uh, it's gonna be fun to talk about nonetheless the first one we're going to talk about is christmas in the pines and this is on was on the fifth and it starts jillian murray and dean geyer director gary wheeler writer Natasha Barone, an up-and-coming magazine writer and successful architect battle over ownership of an idyllic Christmas cottage. They soon discover that their cozy holiday getaway may not be the only thing they love. <laughs> oh, <So>. wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was the synopsis. <laughs> so in reality, the, 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 pro, the premise to this movie is basically the two of these both of these people end up uh buying the same house yeah right and yeah. if either of them leave the premises they will forfeit ownership of the house which is totally insane <laughs> and ridiculous but <laughs> that said what did you think of this movie overall i liked it i guess <laughs> It's like a you know in in the median range. Uh, I thought it was really sweet. Um, I like the family festivities. You know uh, how everyone gets involved, right? Uh, Christmas is the season for the family. Yeah, so I thought that yeah, it was a very sweet movie. A bit too saccharine, I feel, but um, yeah, I th- I felt that it lacked conflict because they they were trying to do this like enemies ish to lovers thing, and then they mm-hmm. kind of like um back down they kind of like oh I, I don't want to do that it's, maybe it's too nasty or something like that yeah this this did feel very covety to me uh you yes, know because they like yes, never yes, leave yes. this house and they're all kind of in this one uh, so I think because I think this was I think this aired in Canada last year pretty sure uh oh, so okay. I think it was very covety I think it was filmed because it has a 2021 release date on IMDb yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure this was pretty covety. I think it was probably filmed in those early months, you know, going out after, uh, but I would call it, yeah, I would call it sort of forced proximity trope that, um, you know, these like that, you know, that's classic for rom-com, these people that are forced to kind of spend time together and then they end up falling, falling for each other. I mean, the whole concept of them losing ownership of this house if they leave is is ludicrous ridiculous <laughs> but like once you just kind of go with it it's not that bad yeah it's not a bit yeah like I, yeah this they were pretty fun space. the banter yeah. it felt believable enough that this was like family and friends and whatever and i really like uh lee allen baker uh who yeah. was on um 
uh good luck charlie on uh, disney channel which i loved yeah yeah um, i thought that was that i think that's the best show that disney channel ever made was good luck charlie wow i do yeah well <laughs> you didn't like it i've never watched it so i don't yeah. know yeah. I, I do. I think it's good. It's, uh, I mean, I connected with it because it's about a teenager whose mother, whose parents have a, a, ba- a new baby when she's in high school. And so okay. the, the whole premise oh. of the show is that she's making these videos of, for her sister, her new baby sister, Charlie. It's good luck, Charlie. Oh. And, uh, and, and my mom had a baby when I was, uh, when I was a freshman in high school. So I just, kind of connected with it oh it sounds yeah. nice it yeah. does again okay. i have another thing to watch <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> no shade against it <laughs> but anyway lee lee allen baker played the mom on good luck charlie and i like oh, her in that good. and then she's in this yeah so. yeah she's good she's good yeah, yeah she is good. She's good yeah she's yeah. memorable mm-hmm. i think yeah um yeah I, I felt that it lacked conflict like it yeah needed i think more conflict. That, that's true i mean just over the house i guess that was the only real conflict and yeah them like she's writing an article about a scrooge kind of character and yeah. she starts out making it about him and then he founds out finds out about it and she, he's all offended so i guess that was the conflict but it's like <laughs> it's a conflict that emerges like um you know like very in a very weird contrived manner because i yeah. feel like the boss is so unprofessional i think if my employer ever did that i'll be like <laughs> there's some workers rights right. <laughs> like this is not right <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. they struggle a lot of times in these movies with believable conflict because yeah. they have to have something that they can bring up but that they can also resolve pretty quickly yeah yeah Great. so i think that's true here uh and but yeah i mean i'd give this one uh like 3.25 crowns out of five yeah i think i might a tree three yeah yeah okay well let's talk about the christmas masquerade this was on the six this is aaron agostino and Corey lee and david lafontaine director michelle Ouellette and writer julia cranny when Julianne is mistaken for her glamorous boss at a masquerade ball by a notoriously aloof businessman, she continues the ruse over Christmas. Will she be able to, to find real love in the makeshift fairy tale world they've created? So, overall, what did you think about this movie? I didn't watch this one. Oh, masquerade, you didn't watch this right? one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I watched this movie and <laughs> I, I mentioned it in my interview with Corey Lee. I was like, why did they have you stuck in this apartment the entire movie? This movie at times felt COVID-y, but, uh, but her character, she basically spends the entire movie babysitting this, the daughter of this oh, Aaron, Aaron yeah. Agostino's character. Because yeah. Aaron, Aaron is pretending to be her and yeah. through various conferences and whatever. Uh, but this movie is pretty bad. There's like a huge lie and, you know, the liar reveal and everybody's all cranky about it and everything. And I didn't like that, but there is, I'm trying to find the, uh, the, um, just one sec. Uh, so they're like the, this sort of uppity businessman that they talk about in the summary, aloof, aloof businessman. 
uh, he has a sister who's pregnant. Uh, and the two of them are like so snobby (laughs) that I laughed whenever there was a scene with them. They really made it funny. I enjoyed, uh, them. It's, um, I think Amy Mazzio and David LaFontaine, they were super snobs and hilarious. So they were really the only thing I liked in this movie. (laughs) them. And they were, well, that's good. Yeah, they were just very <laughs> okay. like, I am never wearing that color of yellow or whatever, you know, like just whoa. <laughs> Usually you don't go outside without a cravat on, or you know, just like so <laughs> snotty. It was so they were funny to me. Uh very okay. over the top, not realistic. Hopefully, there's no one really like that because <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say maybe we all know people like that. <laughs> but they weren't the main characters, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> they were. The uh, so I would give this one a two, maybe a maybe a two point five for the snobby siblings. Wow, they were they really funny out, yeah. to me. <laughs> But the plot was not great, and they misused Corey Lee. So, from the creator of the number one Christmas podcast comes a new book to surprise and delight you into a happier holiday season. Christmas Past, the fascinating stories behind our favorite holidays traditions by Brian Earle, is out now just in time for the holidays. Available in hardcover and ebook from Lions Press and as an audiobook narrated by the author from recorded books, behind every Christmas tradition is a story, often a forgotten one. When we pour the eggnog and trim the tree, we're continuing generations old narratives without knowing their starting chapters. Until now. Brian Earl brings the same wide-eyed fascination and cozy nostalgia from the podcast to the book. Featuring 26 short chapters and eye-catching graphics, you'll want to have it on your coffee table or mantle all season long. Find out why Apple Books named Christmas Past a must-listen and get a copy today wherever books are sold. Remember, it makes a great gift. Find out more at christmaspastpodcast.com. That's christmaspastpodcast.com. Let's keep going. Yeah. Okay, so we have the Christmas retreat. This was on the 11th with Rhiannon Fish and Clayton James and director Jason Bork, writer Erica Dushman. And it's when Kim's boyfriend breaks up with her instead of proposing, her mom whisks her away to a Christmas retreat where she meets the owner's unemployed brother, Mark. But will they be able to see past the mistakes neither one of them wants to admit and let the magic of the season connect them? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love both Brandon Fish and Clayton James. So already in the casting, they they were pleasing me, I guess, in this movie. And Rhiannon Fish did sell this movie in her interview that I did with her for her yeah. um, Nikki and Nora. She yeah. in that interview, she was just like, "This is my favorite movie I have ever made." The Christmas Retreat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a retreat! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I would say this one was fun. I enjoyed this movie. I thought it yeah, was I thought cute. it was good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was um I think out of the whole bunch, I think it's one of the better ones. Agreed. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably my favorite actually. Now I'm looking over all of these. I don't is it mine also? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> uh, 
but but they had I thought good chemistry it felt believable it built up over time as they were doing different activities for the yes. for the retreat did it make you want to go on this Christmas retreat um I don't know if I can do the phone cleanse oh I know like, I don't know I if know. I could do that oh man <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, I can have my yeah. Facebook taken away and I end up dealing. So maybe I'm stronger than I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like me and Paul, we, before, like me and my husband, before we got married, we had to do this like um, <laughs> retreat. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a church thing. Uh-huh. So it's like um, basically you just spend like the weekend with like God uh-huh. and this person you're going to marry. So there was like no internet at the space so basically I was not using my phone for the entire weekend I would hate that and I was so grumpy (laughs) (laughs) it was not good yeah and he was like oh this is the person I'm going to marry I was like preview (laughs) (laughs) yeah when we got married so I guess we survived (laughs) that retreat uh but yeah but I I think I what I enjoyed was the I think the sweater making scene when they made the sweater yeah that was was kind of cute yeah, that was fun. Yeah, the different um, activities were were fun. They're yeah. making stuff and but yeah, I'm the same way. I need to have my phone. Like to me, having to go without my phone is not yeah. relaxing. It's increases the anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> one time I was I was going to a therapist. It was actually a sleep therapist, or because I have terrible insomnia. I have my whole life, literally since I was a little girl, I could I could not sleep. Um, and, and I, so I was going to this sleep therapist who was actually amazing. She was great. And I was talking to her and she's like, well, why don't you go this whole weekend without using your phone? And literally when she said that, like my whole body tensed up and, <laughs> and she was like, whoa. And this was before I was Hallmark podcast or anything. Um, and she, oh, okay. <laughs> and she was like, okay, how about we do this afternoon? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is, is it because she's thinking that you can't sleep because of your phone? Like you're yeah, on your phone. yeah. I mean, it makes sense because of the blue light and the other things. Yeah. You know, and that. So I mean, she's absolutely right. But I, I don't know. It just it was it causes me anxiety. To, which is bad. I I shouldn't have heavy stuff. But there it is. It is what it is. <laughs> No, no, I think I, I totally agree. I think I think it's because it's like your main form of communicating with people. Yeah, and you I know, just like yeah. need it for my I mean you look at my calendar. Like it's so busy. Oh you my see, God. that's just today. All these yeah. things I have to do. Yeah. And it's just like if I don't have my calendar, I'm gonna screw it all up. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> could and have, but, uh, but anyway, I agree with you hundred percent on that. Uh, but I thought that they had, you know, nice chemistry and there was like her past that was making her hesitant about jumping yeah. into things, but then also like his past. So they had to work it all out. Yeah. Uh, I think well, I, one thing I really noticed in, in this movie is, you know, every time uh, in this movie, the kiss always gets interrupted. I know. And I'm just like, this time <laughs> it was so weird. Was so <laughs> yeah. And, and this woman is like staring at them dead and she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, 
<laughs> Can you not see like what's happening? <laughs> I, I'm so glad that they're starting to move away from the near kiss because the, the problem I have with the near kiss, and I've said this many times before, is that it's not used effectively in the story to, to create tension because it, right. in real life, if I was, if I almost kissed somebody versus actually kissing them, I don't think it would be that different in the way that it affects my life. Right. <laughs> like it would still be like this thing. Like, oh my gosh, we almost kissed. Like in, in, in the way that is treated in these movies, it's almost never treated that way. The near kiss is instantly forgotten, never addressed again. And so it's, it's not like very effective as a storytelling device. Whereas like, yeah. if they actually kiss, like they have to address that in the story. It can't just be ignored. Cause that's like, that's it. They did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, when it works, when the near kiss works, I think is when it's a near kiss with intention. I talked about this with uh, Russell uh, Hainlein who did in Mary measure. And in that movie, she says, I want to kiss you but I'm leaving in a week. So I don't think it's a good idea. It's a near kiss with intention. So it actually uh, works into the story and it affects the characters and it, you know, so that's when it's well done in my correct, opinion. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I Not know. like, I feel like there yeah. was a cell phone. It wouldn't be a cell phone in this movie, but there was like a bird. <laughs> We're not going to kiss anymore. Like what? Yeah. I mean, if that lady interrupted me, I'd just be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And just continue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh wow. <laughs> I mean public. <laughs> right. So yeah. yeah, I agree I, about that. Yeah. I agree about that. I do feel it could have been more compact. Like yeah. I felt like I because I think I watched it in like two sittings because it felt like really long for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can agree with that. And there's nothing there's nothing like original about this. Like if you're looking for something very creative, this is not it. This is like very basic, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. The secondary romance was cute. The mom and Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah, and she just dove in right away. Yeah. She's like I've only She's got like, time for living. I... <laughs> my daughter who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'd give this one probably uh 3.75 or 4 maybe even. Yeah, I think 3. I'm on 3.25. Oh, okay. Ho ho ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. 
That's patreon.com slash homeworkies. So then next we had a tiny home Christmas. This was on the 12th, Rebecca Dalton, Christopher Sevrite, and director Bill Corcoran, writer Allegra Newman and Kate Pragnall. In order to save her family's contracting business, Blair reluctantly teams up with her ex-boyfriend and former former co-star of hit home design reality show to build a tiny home for the unsheltered in the community, rekindling old sparks in the process and just in time for Christmas. So this one, I actually thought this was a very interesting idea. And evidently somebody gave me an article that in LA, they are doing this. They are building tiny homes for the unhoused. And I think that, I think it's like a legit, interesting idea. Like I, I know nothing about all the, you know, what would all go into or whatever, but like the way they were talking about in this movie, like giving everybody their own space and dignity and you, you could lock the door and you wouldn't be scared of, cause I know that's a barrier for a lot of people in going into housing shelters and stuff is they don't feel safe, safe with their family. Yeah. Um, and it was like a place where they could actually, you know, be, have a home for you know, even just a night, however long. I'm like, this seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the movie itself. I thought that they were both a little too unlikable for my taste, but I still overall enjoyed it. I enjoyed their, you know, like their banter. And I like these two actors. Um, they were a little bit bratty at times. And I was just like, Oh, why are you getting mad over this? And, um, but I still overall, this was definitely one of the better ones on the, on the network. Yeah. I think I like this a little bit better than mm-hmm. Christmas Retreat. I, can see I think I like the concept. I think yeah. I thought the supporting characters were, were really good as well. Her father was good. He was very fatherly. Yeah. He was. <laughs> like there was, was one point where he was fixing the lights and he was so like authentic with it. Like he looked it looked like he was about to fix the lights. <laughs> like he was like, wow, he's not this guy is full on fathering <laughs> and not acting anymore. Um right. <laughs> Even the guy, um, you know, the uh, the guy who um, watched the show, that he was in the homeless shelter with his with his son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought that there was something really like sweet about that. I don't know. Like I mm-hmm. like the whole idea of um, volunteering, uh, you know, uh, and yeah, and I the the fact that I guess they started their show wanting to do good for yeah. people, and it was not just like you know Hollywood dreams and you know money and things like that like they really want to affect good so I, I kind of like that at the core that they are that kind of people you yeah. know that they want to do good and these kind of things I thought that the leads had chemistry Christopher was like really good at um pining and yeah he really like he would look does. at her right yeah and I was he like, did do Ooh. that long lingering stare quite well yeah <laughs> But, but here's what I found this article. Um, it says that in uh, the, uh, that there's in Los Angeles, a fenced compound with rows of little gabled houses, like jumbo monopoly houses and bold patches of color painted across the ground. Uh, Alexandria park, tiny home village, as is formally named is a new kind of homeless shelter opened in North Hollywood in, in April, 2021, because of 103 so-called tiny homes, freestanding eight foot by eight foot rooms that house up to two residents, each bathrooms, showers, and a laundry are on site. 
The shelter is run by nonprofit Hope, Hope of the Valley, which provides security, thrice daily meal service, and case management. Wow. So way to go. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100. Yeah, yeah. 100 is great. Oh my God. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool, uh, I think. Uh, so anyway, I liked the idea. I thought this was a clever idea for a, a Christmas movie and just a clever idea in general. Yeah. I don't know. I was really invested in the building of the tiny home. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't couldn't get it done. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't even the like political people, like the politicians, they yeah. felt real. Like they were annoying. I guess where it lost me was like her being huffy about uh, his new partner and then it, on the show and, and just all that kind of stuff was like less interesting to me than if they were yeah. just kind of just making these houses and, and, you know, working on it together. Agree. Agree. I felt like it was kind of weird that she left and she didn't tell him why yeah. it was a bit weird. Yeah. And that he, he didn't want to know why as well. Like that was a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like why wouldn't you tell like this person you've been with for eight years like you can't yeah I feel like you have a good conversation <laughs> yeah you don't I mean I don't know like I felt it needed more for for us to kind of believe it. like she just ran away you know like needed mm-hmm. they needed something a bit more I felt yeah so yeah so it kind of felt like you know she had this thing going on at home and then she didn't tell him and she just left yeah yeah I agree which is not what you you would at least have a conversation yeah. And that's always frustrating in rom-coms when like a five minute conversation can solve the whole plot. <laughs> you see that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, I still enjoyed this one. I'd give it 3.5 rounds. Same. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Then we have The Picture of Christmas. Uh, this one, the 13th, Chelsea Hobbs, Giles Panton, director David L. Strasser, writer Jessica Randall, an aspiring storybook illustrator in Manhattan returns home after inheriting her grandmother's Christmas tree farm. Inspired by the magic of Christmas and the farm's handsome caretaker, she's reminded of the things she once wanted in life. This seems to be the year for Giles Panton playing Christmas tree farmers. <laughs> he has oh, yeah. Two movies this season. <laughs> Uh, this is definitely the best of the two no question uh, it's still a little it was a little <laughs> little dry this one Good. but it's yeah. definitely better than that other one uh in my opinion at least um yeah again this is pretty basic we've seen it many times the girl from the city coming to the country falling in love with it the grandma playing matchmaker from beyond the grave all of that all fun um you know the little Wait. girl was cute there's a ghost grandma. What? Yeah, yeah. She. <laughs> or am I getting my movies confused? Yeah, I, I do. I'm just like, wow, it's a ghost grandmother. I was <laughs> is she that... like, is she ghostly or is it just like a? Yeah, she's inheriting her book? grandmother's Christmas tree farm. Oh, okay, but she's not ghostly. <laughs> no, she's not actually in the movie, <laughs> but she still is is <laughs> orchestrating this match behind the grave. Uh, <laughs> trying to the, by making this all. You're confusing me, Natasha. What are you doing? I thought ghost I have to keep 85 movies like... straight. 
Uh, I, I was like, Go's grandma would really set it on the map. It would be like so different. <laughs> she just she's inherited her grandmother's Christmas tree farm. She comes back. She meets the handsome Christmas tree farm caretaker. Played yes. by Giles Patton. Okay, I, I'm back a, on. I'm back on. <laughs> has an adorable daughter. <laughs> and then she falls in love with the country and yeah. the farmer. Yes. And uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love both of these actors. This movie is fine. It's just yeah. a little boring. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would give this one mm, 3.25. Okay. If I had never seen a Christmas movie before, then I would probably be higher on this. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) It's not bad. It's just a little tired. Making me get all my movies confused. The other one, he's a Christmas tree farmer and she is a genealogist who comes to talk to him about the farm and it was not what? not great. Oh, okay. what was this one called? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what was that one called? Yeah. Um, let me see. What was it called? It was on. It's on. Uh, it's on the Zumo app. X U O X U M O. Oh. Yeah. Or you can watch it on Great American Family, but we don't cover them. So let me see what it's called. so the other movie is called my favorite christmas tree and giles panton is a christmas tree farmer in that movie and he never wears a coat the entire movie (laughs) just only like puppy vests i'm like you're a christmas tree farmer you're out in the cold all day you need a coat but he's been doing it for so many years. <laughs> yes, he's immaculated. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is better. This one, they have more chemistry. It's not as boring. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. Okay, next we have the holiday swap. This uh, is the one I didn't watch because I didn't realize that I didn't have the screener for it until too late. I tried to watch it today and I was like, oh, I don't have it. Okay. Stars Alex Paxton Beasley and Morgan David Jones. It's when two strangers mistakenly pick up the wrong piece of luggage at the airport. Each must use the intriguing contents within to track down the other's whereabouts in time for Christmas. So you saw this, right? Yeah, I saw this. 
All right, what do you think? <laughs> okay, I I remember we were talking about this in the previews, and we said that it sounded like whimsical, kind of, yeah, kind, kind of, of fun, fun and sleuthy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Um, it's actually like really sentimental and quite sad. Oh, darn. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, when it started, I didn't like it. But somehow along the way, it kind of got me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, okay, so basically it starts with like her perspective. So it's told through two perspectives. The, the girls one first, and then after that is the guys. And then we kind of see how it matches up together. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. some like little things that she's doing in her narrative, right? And then later on, we see it from his perspective. Wow, yeah. that's too bad because I mean, you think about like what's up, Doc, when there's all the the different suitcases running around town. Yeah, you know yeah. that's so funny. That movie is like absolutely hilarious. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, and uh, and so that's too bad. They could have kind of paid homage. Yeah, to it's what's up, not... Doc. Not at all. <laughs> it's like it's like sad. It's really sad. Oh, like sure. yeah, it's about like you know regret, uh, you know um the mm. love of your life, right? You know all those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. So it was. I was like okay. Like the moment it started, I was like the the music is like not giving me like jaunty. <laughs> it's like oh, <laughs> it was just like oh, this took a dark turn. Yeah. But this guy Morgan David Jones is really good. Like, I don't know if you, yeah. I don't know him, no. Yeah, I went to check out his Instagram after that because I was like, so that's on the level <laughs> if I'm bothered to like, you know. So I thought he did like a, a really good job. Oh, I have seen him before. Yeah, yeah he's right? handsome. Yeah. So he's cute. He was yeah. uh, reasonably dreamy, I felt. And I thought <laughs> that, um, <laughs> like I liked the premise. I felt like it didn't always land. Like sometimes the acting was a bit strange and the music was bizarre. Like he's, they will be playing this like really chirpy kind of music or some kind of weird music and then they will be talking about like serious <laughs> like <laughs> he's in my favorite uh one of my favorites of recent years, Ghost of Christmas Past. He yeah, plays, he's he, one of the people that she ghosts, I think, or her brother. I can't remember. Anyway, he's in there. Yeah. Um cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a not great, but you kind of enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, good. yeah. So yeah. What, what would you give it one to five? Um, I think I would give it like a 3.25. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So then we had Christmas Lucky Charm. And this stars Sujinga Sri and Adrian Spencer. I'm sorry. I pronounced that wrong, probably. Uh, but it's every boyfriend Jessica has had found the love of his life right after he dated her. Just as Jessica leans into her unlucky love life and swears off dating for the Christmas season, a handsome gallery owner moves in across the street. Uh, so this one, I you had told me that you didn't like this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't hate it. I it was that bad. Um like some of the acting is not the best, but I thought the concept was overall pretty cute. And I don't know, I guess maybe going in expecting just to be terrible helps it. (laughs) (laughs) So you need me to like tell you before every movie, I'm like, Rachel, it sucks. (laughs) And then you're like, yes. 
<laughs> but it has Cooper from Heartland, and I think he's kind of cute. And I like Ish Morris, uh, who plays like the other guy, but it wasn't really like a love triangle. I feel like they could have made his character kind of more of a made it more of a love triangle, and that would have made it a little more fun. I that's why I wrote. I said she has more chemistry with the friend. Yeah, with <laughs> than she does with him. Yeah, yeah, he's so he's good he's good yeah 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 he's I, so handsome we've had him on the podcast before we have Corey lee his wife just barely a couple of weeks ago they're great um uh, and yeah. yeah that would have been i think more fun if, the, if she'd been kind of battling her feelings between both guys but that really he's hardly in the in the movie the last half okay yeah because after that he was kind of saddled with the friend right yeah friend yeah yeah her friend Allie. Uh, but I don't know. He's just not in the movie that much, the last half of the movie. And so it's oh. not like a serious rival for uh, Mitch's affection. Um, he's pretty much just him the whole time and whether her bad luck will ruin it. That's kind of the main plot. But yeah, I feel I like was so hopeful when um, when he was like bandaging her finger or something and then he held it and I was like, Ooh. yeah, that was <laughs> and then cute. I was like, oh. <laughs> after that when he got paired up with a friend and i was like oh god okay this is not they're not gonna be in a love triangle yeah. so it's, it wasn't fun anymore yeah it just could have added to the romantic tension and made it more kind of exciting um i thought this uh i thought the lead sujenja i thought that she has potential i think i thought she was decent yeah yeah like, yeah i could see her being in these and uh um and i don't know i thought she was cute charming yeah i i thought that she she did a good job being the bakery the quirky mm-hmm. bakery owner like i thought she nailed that yeah the 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 weird thing for me that took me out was that the cakes are fake yeah that's true <laughs> like she's carrying these cakes around and i'm like that's not real it's not a real cake <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> They should have at least just some of them like mixed in that are real just to kind of, yeah you know, and then they can like puff it out with fake. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine the executives are like taking notes and they're like, okay, this was your problem. (laughs) (laughs) Like at least make the frosting real. Like you could just frost a piece of styrofoam. We wouldn't know. Yeah. I don't know. It has to feel like like little things like this kind of take you out of the the world mm-hmm. building right yeah like, that's fair yeah. that's fair yeah um i'd probably give this one a three <laughs> i think it's like a it's like a two for me two yeah, yeah. that sounds fine all yeah. right that's it we're done oh we finished all for november <laughs> yay so yeah, I think without question, the best two are the Christmas retreat and the tiny home. Yeah. From up and for sure. I don't know if the holiday swap, if you like that guy, I think uh you might kind of enjoy it. Mm. Well, yeah. we have a bunch of fun ones looking forward to in December, particularly Santa God style. That one I I feel like is going to be the best of uh of uh oh up TV, let's hope. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, I, Rachel, I'm really excited you, for it. So hyped for it, right? I kept asking you. Remember, I'm like, when? Is- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In our Santa's group chat, you're like, 
<laughs> Every day I'm texting Rachel. Like, as soon as I get Christina? that screener, I'm like sending it immediately to Natasha. <laughs> Be like, wake up over there in Singapore and watch this now. <laughs> Please let it be good. Please, Please let it be good. <laughs> Well, let us know what you think. If you got to see any of these movies, we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. A reminder, our Facebook is not working, so don't go there. But uh, Natasha, where can people find you? Hi, uh, people, you can find me still. Um, I'm still standing on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to leave. <laughs> um, yeah, at Lit My Soul, uh, you can read my work. Uh, and I do some Christmas movie reviews on culturevouchers.com. Uh, we do film, TV, games, uh, wrestling, books, and TV. So yeah, it's a fun time. Check us out. Yes. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Round Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the moment. And TikTok. We're on TikTok. <laughs> Yay! Yes. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. I really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much too. And uh, we'll have our playlist with all of our Up TV episodes. So please take a look at that. And we also have our patron group, which is tons of fun. And we have several really awesome watch alongs coming up, uh, including a big one for any Good Witch fans coming up in January. So you want to subscribe, you want to sign up. Uh, we also have our merch store, which is the perfect place to get gifts for any holiday, hallmarky, postable party fan in your life. Please help us check that out. They're really fun. And uh, thanks again. And we'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Thank you.